Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Out of decluttering, and I'm Kirsty Fruja. And I'm Amy Ravel. And I do want to know who you are, how you are, and who you are. So come on over to our Facebook page and Facebook community group so we can get to know you better. We're doing an episode this week on fireplaces and firewood. Kirsty was like questioning when I um, put this topic on the agenda. She was like, What? But like, and I was like, Yeah, you're in Sydney. You probably don't have open fires very often, but those of us in Melbourne and Tasmania and the high country and the, the northern hemisphere northern hemisphere if- all of our european listeners and our canadian listeners and our american listeners so we're going to and i had two people request this topic in person i know and in- one of and one of them was my friend joe starbosh so we're going to talk about it because i have an open fire well i have a canara um and i grew up with an open fire and I live in an area where lots and lots of people have open fires and fireplaces and canaras and fire pits out the back. So we're going to talk about all of the things, mostly wood, and mm. how do you organise it. We know how to declutter it. Yeah, so this it. episode isn't so much on decluttering firewood, although you may have to. It's more about organising. Then that's because Joe has been a long-time listener and has decluttered lots of places so she's now on to the organizing I suspect yeah well what I really liked is um we're really going to talk about the journey of firewood well Amy is because this episode as Amy said I don't have a fireplace did you have a fireplace growing up at all right no I never lit my parents no uh have they ever had one I feel like one of their houses may have but I never clearly, I never lived yeah. in it. So this is, and I used to go over to my girlfriend's house who had one, but we never, but they didn't really light it that much. Yeah. So I grew up. We, we just, yeah. My parents light the fire. I would say at least once a week over winter, maybe more. Yeah. So that's what, like, I'm just like, all right. If you don't hear much from me this week, that's why <laughs> I don't. And I live in Sydney, so a lot of my clients don't have firewood. Yeah. Whereas it's something that I've organised for people with people and talked about. Yeah. So I need to move up to it. the Blue Mountains, and Correct. I would, and I would be fine. Yeah. There's loads of them up there. So the journey of firewood. (laughs) 
Come with me on a journey through the bush. Smell the eucalypt. Feel the crunching of the leaves under your feet. Or the pine if you're in the northern hemisphere. And the weight of the axe in your rugged hands. (laughs) No, no, no. So let's talk. Did you like that little journey? I know I felt like we were listening to a romance novel. (laughs) An Australian romance novel by Amy Ravel. (laughs) Please, no. Stick to your organising, my friend. So if you think about how firewood comes to your house, we want to think about it from a tree to chopped logs. So because a lot of people in rural Australia, you chop down the tree yourself. You're not just going to Bunnings and picking up a bag of firewood. So the tree, we don't need to tell you how to organise because the planet does that really well on its own. (laughs) And not so well. I'm actually wearing, ah, you can Why talk about don't we? This. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm you gonna, can interrupt right can now. Can I interrupt before right my now? journey of firewood? I'm actually got my hair in a half braid. So, and it's not just a half braid, like half my hair up, but it's actually parted halfway down. Like, you know, in the middle of my head is a part, and I've got a braid on one side and my hair out on the other. So I look a bit interesting. Alternative. Yeah. I look interesting and I did it to raise awareness for an organisation called the Rainforest Trust and they are raising money to um, buy back the rainforest in the Amazon and give it over to Indigenous people to care for. So it's an amazing organisation and what they're doing actually with the organisation is called halfcut.org and you donate money via there and then they um, Rainforest Trust double the donation and buy back Rainforest. And at the moment, like topically right, right now as we're recording, you know, the Amazon is fired away. Like it's it's um, got massive fires burning. So um, this is my small way um, of making a difference and so... I will put links to the show notes. And it's actually awesome. This Australian guy, you have to check him out on Instagram. He's actually got a full, um, what, hipster beard and he's shaved it off down the middle of his face. So He was on all the um, on the projects and the Today shows and yeah. the morning shows this week. Yeah. All so... And, yeah, so shaved half. So he's got well, hips. So if you look at him on a side profile... He looks like a hipster and you turn the other way and he looks like a clean-shaven bloke and he looks ultra weird, but he is doing his part to raise awareness to, for the Rainforest Trust. So, yay. Right, back on to cutting down those said trees. <laughs> <laughs> We're not cutting down rainforests to no. warm ourselves. But once you've got you've got a tree and you've cut it and you've got logs, you need to think about where you're going to store logs. And then we're going to talk about from chopped logs to split wood and where you actually store the split logs. We're going to talk about split logs that are green into split logs that are dried and ready to use. We're going to talk about bigger kindling pieces. We're going to talk about branches and leaves and like the fire starter kind of material. Mm -hmm. And we're even going to talk about paper because all of those steps have a different storage solution and actually need a different storage solution. Yes, 
And so, I believe you. <laughs> I am here to learn from your wisdom, Amy. So we want to talk about where you're going to keep those things, what the storage could look like, how you can do it safely because we also need to think about fire hazards, we need to think about snakes, we need to think about spiders, we need to think about termites, we need to think about transport. So what is actually viable for you to when you're about to start a fire and you've got to go get some dried logs? How do you do that safely? There's so many things to talk about. I'll try not to make it too long an episode for those of you that don't have an... In fact, if you didn't have an open fire, you're probably just skipping over this episode, let's be honest. <laughs> so, no, they all listened for everything that we... All the goodness that you have to say. Everybody tunes in each and every week to hear your gold, <laughs> my friend. So once you've got a log... Like if you think about burning a whole big log, say you're talking about a 60, 70 centimetre diameter log, that is a very hard way of burning just to put the whole thing on a fire. You're going to it's a slow burn. the fire. Yeah. It's not going to be the greatest way for you to get combustible heat. Yeah. So usually what people do is they'll split a log and you can picture like the old axemen who are just like chopping the log and da-da-da-da-da. And so that is a great way to store your logs because you're actually able to dry out the inside of the wood rather than just the outside and the bits that are exposed to air. You're drying out all the bits in between. So what if you if it's chopped, split it? If it's yeah. split. yeah. So usually what people do is they will split their wood before they store it. And the reason for storing split wood before you burn it is because the older that the wood is, now if there's someone out there that knows way more about this than me and I get some of it wrong, please, please, please just come and tell us. But the wood that's been drying longer burns better because it's got less moisture and all of those kind of things. And so you want to have somewhere that you can store freshly chopped, 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 green, green, green wood, um, and you want that to be out of the rain. So what so often that it does so that it actually out. dries out. Yeah. So what you can do is store it away from the house, maybe even um, up on a piece of corrugated iron, so you're actually stopping the moisture from the ground coming up, and that also can stop termites getting straight into your firewood because that's just feeding the termites and no good for you defeating the purpose of splitting wood in the first place to put on a fire because there'll be no wood left. Correct. (laughs) So if you're in a big property, often what people have is a little fire shed or a little fire stack that's further away from the property. So if snakes and whatever, they can just go for their life down there. But it's further away and it's just drying out. Mm -hmm. What you also want to do is think about the wood that you're ready to burn. So do you want to keep it? down the side of the house. And if you are going to do that, think about termites if you're in a wooden house like I am. And when we first moved into our house, all the firewood, because they left us some firewood, was stacked up against one of the walls that we later determined had termites in it and we had to pay thousands to have the termites Mm. eradicated. And one of the things that the termite people said to us was, do not ever store firewood up against your house. Mm. And if at all possible, don't store it on the ground you actually need some kind of a buffer and corrugated iron is just like a great Aussie way of of storing that up but anything will do then you want to think about what about the wood that you're about to burn do you actually want to bring it in and have some wood inside and I love the look of that so you're not always going outside in the middle of the rain because really you're burning wood when it's cold and wet 
So can you have some inside and have that stacked nicely? You also want to think, what kind of kindling can you use? So we have, ours doesn't look very pretty, so I'm really interested in some suggestions from the listeners. But we have a box, like a plastic tub that sits in our lounge room right next to our Canara. And that's where the kids have gone and got like dried out leaves or a branch has fallen down and they've brought that in and we've broken it up so that when you're really starting the fire, you're starting it with eucalyptus leaves and little branches and twigs and that kind of thing. Kindling. Kindling. I do know. The word. Yeah. And I know know how to build a fire. Yeah. I've gone camping. My kids, actually, that's one of the things we let them do. Like even from about seven or eight, we taught them how to stack a fire and we taught them how to light a fire. So where to start, like you don't start the the very front and then wonder why you can't get your hand in to light anything at the back. And then we've taught them how to clean out a fire and how you don't do it straight away because one of my children did it too early once and put a plastic bag in the bucket, uh, like all the things that we've taught him, but it was all still hot and then it melted right through everything and then we ended up with ash, ash and, and melted plastic on the ground. Mm. It's okay. He learned. He never did that again. Grace, Grace. Yeah. Poor kiddo. <laughs> <laughs> so inside the house, sometimes you'll have like a brick um, enclave into the wall where the fireplace is and you can actually stack the wood up in there. Sometimes yep. there's just not that and you've got to get creative. So you can buy even online some, um, what's that um, metal stuff called? Steel. <laughs> <laughs> you can buy like just a steel, almost like a magazine rack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you just put your wood on. Yeah. Um, interestingly, I found out recently because we had often, because we've got a canara that's lifted up and there's a big hearth underneath, is we would sometimes put wood underneath the cavity of the canara just while we were waiting to use it and I found out that you totally shouldn't do that because it's so highly combustible that it can actually get so hot right next to it that it can combust yeah I was like yeah we we don't really want that so we've stopped doing that although over summer sometimes we put stuff there just for decorative yeah but that's different yeah because you're not lighting the fire and so there's no chance of it catching on fire to burn the decorative items. Correct. (laughs) Hey, we just wanted to take a few seconds to say thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate this podcast community. And on that note, we wanted to get to know you better. Podcasting is a unique platform where you get to know a whole lot about us. We don't really have an easy way of getting to know all of you. So we wanted to know what resonates with you in our podcast. What do you like? What don't you like? So we're offering you a $100 gift voucher for any of our products and services in order to get that feedback. We're running a listener survey right now and we just wanted you to tell us a little bit more about you. It seriously takes just a couple of minutes. And as we said, you go into the drawer to win a $100 gift certificate. Get on it! So head on over to artofdecluttering.com.au slash survey or click on the link in the show notes. We can't wait to get to know you. We want to create content that serves you and meets you where you're at. So give us a few minutes of your life. Hop on over and take the survey. Again, visit outofdecluttering.com.au slash survey or visit the link in the show notes. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello 
Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Thanks and let's get back to the show. So one of the things you want to think about when you're storing your firewood is how are you going to get it from one place to the other. Um, my favourite solution is the IKEA blue bags. Mm. They are so sturdy. And whereas I can carry maybe two logs at a time when I'm going from our stack outside to bring them inside, I can carry like eight if I put them in the IKEA blue bags. I was thinking about those flexi tubs. Flexi tubs are awesome too. We do flexi tubs for the kindling. Yeah. So if you are looking for a way to get it from one to the other and you don't want to have to use a wheelbarrow, $2 IKEA blue bag for the win. Mm. Great suggestion. What else? What else can we (laughs) tell people? Oh, so what about um, when you want to actually have your recyclables that you want to use to start the fire? So sometimes just having a really little box next to where you keep your kindling is good. So if you've got kids' artwork, in our house we burn artwork. That might be totally sacrilege in your house. <laughs> but my kids are resilient. Well, you've built their resilience. I've built their resilience. <laughs> Look, this is me training you in resilience by burning your artwork, your favourite piece of artwork. <laughs> Sorry, kids. <laughs> not actually what happens <laughs> that wasn't the purpose <laughs> no no, no. no i mean he, you definitely burn their artwork yeah. but it wasn't for the purpose of building their resilience no. <laughs> it was purely because it was functional um and i want to give you a hack too is a great fire lighter and also you know a little use things twice is get the lint out of your dryer and you know how you can scrape out all the lint yeah. instead of putting it in the bin put it inside a toilet roll and then just like squeeze the ends of the toilet roll so it doesn't come out. Like a bonbon. That is an incredible fire lighter. It just goes up. So we do that now as soon as you empty that out. You That's why it. you meant to clean it out from your clothes dryer because Correct. it is so combustible. That's <laughs> a fair point. That's what we do. So after everyone, we make our little selves a little lint firebomb. Firebomb, yeah. <laughs> so uh, on that note, I was actually thinking that you do want to be intentional and purposeful about how often you do have a fire 
and not collecting every single piece of recyclable rubbish just in case you might have that fire one day. So be reasonable about the amount of kindling you collect, about the amount of recycling that you put aside. So, you know, it's great, you know, particularly in Australia at the moment when councils haven't set up recycling stations and China and overseas countries are not accepting our rubbish that we should be dealing with. I will get off my high horse again. (laughs) But seriously, government, if you're listening, local councils, why don't we have recycling plants? This is ridiculous. Anyway, you do want to be thoughtful about how much you are actually putting in the recycling bin to how much you're keeping because, Mm. you know, if you do only have, you know, if your fireplace is mostly decorative... (laughs) then you probably don't need a lot. And then if you do use your fireplace, you know, in winter, you know, you don't need to be storing all of your recycling from summer just for the winter. Absolutely. There's, uh, there's always more coming into your house. And it's actually not a um, great source of heat is just burning recycling. It's no. a great way to start a fire. Yeah, it's good but, for kindling. But you're not going to yeah. get a, a really beautiful, you know, that heat that comes from fire that's just deep. Oh, it's a deep heat that you yeah. cannot get from a heater. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I really want to go home tonight and light a fire. I, I really want that. to come to your house and light a fire because I'm freezing today. <laughs> well, it's a shame we can't do that at lunchtime. Let's just go and have a quick little fire. <laughs> we wouldn't, even if we did, we wouldn't get that deep heat that comes no, from a long, from a slow long burn. burn. Fire. So good. <laughs> um, so I think it's, we want you to be intentional. So don't go and buy a ton of firewood if you actually don't need it or you don't have anywhere to store yes. it. Like really think about it and think about what can I use that perhaps is already available. So um, we had a massive branch of one of our gums come down, a huge, huge branch, and the council were just going to take it away because it fell onto the road. And instead, we just got someone to come with a chainsaw and just chop it up for us. Now, it's not suitable for use that winter because mm. it's still too green. But it's it's. But you have the storage facility Correct. to have stored that. Yep. And did you share it with your neighbours or any, is anybody else in your street? No. Or is it just it enough for you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you have the storage for Absolutely. it. Absolutely. It's, it's about. And we've used it. Yeah, and yeah, and like anything that we talk about, when you're organising it, there's no point organising something that you're not going to use. Mm-hmm. And there's no point organising it, you know, having so much that you need to actually then go and um, build a bigger woodshed. Mm-hmm. You know, if you live in the suburbs of a capital city and you're, and the, you're only using the fire for you know, once a week for three months of the year, like you don't necessarily need to go and spend a, a small fortune buying a, a wood shed mm-hmm. when you can potentially find other sources of wood on a short-term basis. Sometimes um, having firewood can be aspirational clutter. Oh, yes, and exactly. And I think we can talk about aspirational clutter in another episode. Yes. But um, it is. It's like I really want to have a fire and if I buy the wood, then I'll, I will. But I'll make it happen. But sometimes you don't. Just be honest with yourself. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. Um, people, I I love, I, Simon and I love fires and lo- like we're not pyromaniacs, but we do love, love fires. Um, you love, love, love fires? Uh-huh. Okay. I, we 
like fires a lot. And one thing, though, that we think about is when we go and stay at a place is actually the cleanup process, Mm -hmm. particularly with a a fire hearth, not necessarily a canara that you can just close up or sweep Mm -hmm. out quickly and then and then put in the bin but like (laughs) it makes a mess even with a grate potentially um and it's that like so are you the type of person that has a fire and then regrets having the fire afterwards yeah the cleanup is significant not significant but it's got to be intentional yeah and then you're like oh I really really enjoyed it at the time but now it's too hard or you don't do the fire because you're thinking that instead of thinking about the enjoyment that you yeah. get during it. So, you know, do you, are, are you an aspirational fireplace person <laughs> who you think, oh, well, I, you know, I'll collect all this firewood because one day we will use it mm. and it's been five years and you still haven't used it. Can you see how we, we totally could do a whole episode on firewood and yeah, okay. fireplaces? Okay. Let's see if anyone listens to it. <laughs> <laughs> so... Should we go on to a review? Have you yes. got anything else you want to add? No. Excellent. So this review is from Jabes1122 on iTunes Australia. It's a five-star review titled Love the Real Chat of You Girls. So I'm going to read it out to you and we want to encourage you to leave a Facebook or iTunes or Apple Podcasts or Spotify review wherever you listen to our podcast. So Jabes1122 says, heard your podcast on a plane recently and decided to look you up. I've binge listened as I've moved into a new house and I want to find a lasting routine to keep it in order. You've inspired me this week to micro declutter. I did my handbag, purse, utensils and also a basket of odd clothes we'd bought from the old house which hadn't made it to a wardrobe or to the op shop. Thank you. It's only week one. Thank you for leaving the review. Thank you for joining us this week. We will see you over in our Facebook community this week. Come and tell us your tips for firewood, what works for you, horror stories you've heard that will scare us all from keeping our firewood underneath (laughs) the fireplace. No, no, (laughs) we only want good stories. (laughs) Have an amazing week. Light a fire. Or don't because it's spring. Oh, it's autumn. It's autumn in the northern hemisphere. They'll, they'll so, be wanting to get cool and light and a fire. and it's probably freezing in Melbourne this week, so you Always. probably will light a fire. Enjoy. <laughs> While I'll be on the beach. <laughs> Bye. See you guys. <laughs> See ya. Thanks for joining us. If you've learnt something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.